What are today's hot topics in strategic risk management? Hi, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking today with Carol Fox, the Director of RIM Strategic and Enterprise Risk Practice. Carol, thanks so much for joining me. I'm happy to be with you, Tom. To get us started, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, please, and about your work with RIMS as well. Well, well first of all, I, I do want to thank you for inviting me to speak with you today. Um, as Tom mentioned, my name is Carol Fox, and as Director of RIMS Strategic and Enterprise Risk Practice, um, I will be leading new research and the development of innovative yet practical strategic and operational risk practices that are applicable across all types of organizations. I graduated from Miami University of Ohio, where I currently serve as a founding member of the advisory board for Miami's Center of Business Excellence. I hold an associate in risk management designation from the Insurance Institutes of America. I serve on the Committee of Experts Advisory Council for Voluntary Preparedness Certification for the American National Accreditation Institute. And most recently, I joined the U.S. Technical Advisory Group, otherwise known as the U.S. TAG, on the ISO 31000 Risk Management Standard, serving as the TAG's Vice Chair. For over 10 years, I was Senior Director of Risk Management for Convergys Corporation. Convergys is a $2.8 billion publicly traded company headquartered in Cincinnati, Ohio. At the time, Convergys employed 75,000 people in over 80 worldwide locations, providing outsourced customer care, human resources, and billing services to Fortune 50 and other clients. While there, I created, directed, and executed advanced risk management, crisis management, and business continuity systems that were recognized as leading practices by our clients and industry leaders. And Tom, your audience may be interested to know that while at Convergys, I successfully led a cross-functional enterprise information risk management project, which was championed by our CIO in conjunction with our information security team. In addition, I've authored and contributed to articles and white papers on numerous risk management topics, which have been published by organizations such as Forbes.com, the Alfred P. Sloan Foundation, the National Underwriter, the Center for the Advancement of Risk Management Education, and the Disaster Recovery Journal. Some in your audience may know me as a presenter at risk management and business continuity forums as well. Well, Carol, I'd ask you what you do in your spare time, but I think it'd be a very <laughs> short answer. What's spare time, Tom? Exactly. <laughs> okay, well, you've got a great perspective on this. If you could sum it up, what would you say is today's biggest strategic risk management challenge or challenges? Well, Tom, two come to mind immediately. One is articulating risk management's value, and secondly, linking risk management practices with the achievement of an organization's objectives. Those two would be at the top of my list. This was highlighted in a survey conducted recently by Tara Watson. It was published in July 2010. All told, 244 risk managers were surveyed. About 45% of the respondents were from companies with revenues above $1 billion, while 55% responded that an ERM process is in place. 45% said no, ERM is not in place citing the difficulty of articulating its value within the company as the greatest challenge. It's quite difficult to demonstrate ERM value through traditional investment metrics, whether that be return on investment, return on equity, return on assets, or even through a risk-adjusted return on capital. Instead, many companies utilize a business case that looks at ERM in four categories, shareholder value, 
risk mitigation, process consolidation, and silo elimination. While these are worthy goals, they can be difficult to measure and therefore nearly impossible to articulate adequately to a board and executive management team who are focused on organizational value creation and capture. Their understanding of value involves strategies that increase the demand for the organization's products and services, and they gain organizational efficiencies. Value articulation for risk management that's linked to the organization's strategy generally is weak at best. Even those organizations that have an ERM program in place are leaving value on the table by not fully utilizing ERM for risk-based decisions. Quoting from that same report, for many of the respondents, even those that have implemented programs, the results indicate only a partial understanding of ERM. Even among those companies with existing programs, only a third said they used ERM as part of their decision-making process. So I guess it's not surprising that with so few respondents linking ERM to how the organization makes better decisions, ERM's value is difficult to explain. And traditionally, many organizations expect risk management to play a very tactical and limited role, for example, in preventing, mitigating, or transferring known risk. But that really underestimates the role risk practitioners, including IT risk practitioners, can play in increasing the odds of strategic success. Achieving an organization's overall objectives requires attention to the full spectrum of its risk, including its strategic risk, and then managing the combined impact of those risks as an interrelated risk portfolio to create and optimize opportunities. Organizations can gain value, even more value when risk practitioners bring their unique skills and proven methods to the table. Leading an enterprise risk management approach provides a value-producing opportunity for all the risk-related functions, whether that be legal, audit, compliance, physical, information security, business continuity, treasury, to name just a few of the traditional roles. When they work with the rest of the organization, they can create additional value as well as protect the existing enterprise value. Well, Carol, you're in a great position with RIMS and a good perspective on organizations. You articulated these challenges well. How do you see organizations tackling the challenges, whether that's for better or for worse? Well, you know, I believe that strategic and enterprise risk practices actually fuel the larger strategy and enable a higher level of execution. Uh, boards and CEOs who are most concerned with that full spectrum of risk I talked to about related to the organization strategy really have an exceptional opening right now shaped by external pressures from shareholders, regulators, rating agencies, and other stakeholders to link their risk practitioners with their strategists to leverage proven risk management practices and delivering that greater value. Organizations actually limit the value they can create through risk enterprise risk management if their approach to risk is primarily one of controls and compliance. Controls and compliance are important, but they certainly don't address the upside of uncertainty. Unfortunately, there are, there are very few organizations tackling these challenges. Steve Dreyer, who is the practice leader at Sanders & Poor's, stated in a June 2010 report, at companies that have a formal ERM program, by no means a majority, ERM is generally in a nascent stage. Very few companies we have reviewed seem fully imbued with a culture that integrates risk, assess risk assessment into strategic decision-making clearly communicates risk appetite to internal and external stakeholders and has a fully engaged and risk astute board of directors overseeing risk. So what does that mean? 
Well, well, REM's own research supports Steve's observation that the majority of companies do not yet have a formal ERM program. In our 2010 Excellence in Risk Management Report, which we conduct jointly with Marsh, we found that adoption of an enterprise risk management program has increased significantly from 9% to 28% over the period of 2009 to 2010, but it's still not the norm for most organizations. That's changing, however. Economic conditions have sparked greater interest in risk management practices by legislative and regulatory bodies. Take, for instance, last year's SEC rule requiring transparency in the proxy filings of publicly traded companies regarding risk management oversight and compensation practices. Regulators, customers, investors, and other key stakeholders are really pressuring organizations to identify and explain how they manage the risk they face. As more demands are made, the need for more innovative risk practices will expand. Strategic risk practices associated with risk appetite, risk-bearing capacity, emerging risk, and integration will advance. And, Tom, that's not to say that some organizations haven't tackled these challenges successfully. Forward-thinking companies are bridging the gap between risk management strategy. Quite a few of our RIMS members are beginning to integrate enterprise risk management practices into strategic planning based on the successes they've enjoyed by applying risk management practices and operations. They're partnering with their strategists to drive value creation for their organizations by considering opportunities through risk exploitation and managing the risk that may arise from strategies themselves. This is leading to better decisions and more confident risk-taking. Carol, I'm curious, do you see particular industries that are stronger at enterprise risk management, or does it tend to be particular organizations? Um, I think it depends a lot on the leaders, uh, the risk professional, the risk management professional leaders, as to whether they're content to play in their traditional role, or whether they're really looking to 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 lead risk management further. Um, interestingly enough, um, at the conference last year, I talked to a number of what I would consider non-traditional risk managers, people from compliance, people from. Um, other areas and other functions in the company, legal, for example, who, who came saying, we've been doing risk mapping for a lot of years. We really need to take it to the next level. So that those people are, are driving um, these, these uh, risk management practices, I think. Well, let's talk about risk management professionals. What do you find is required of them today versus, say, when you got into the field? Well, as I said, I think it's no longer adequate to be a specialist only. Whether that specialty is risk transfer, um, which is how I grew up in risk management, or information systems, or loss prevention, business continuity, security, or compliance, it's vitally important to thoroughly understand the organization, its operations, and its industry. By thinking like a business owner, today's risk management professional really needs to take a strategic view of managing risk to be to be relevant in achieving the organization's expected outcomes. At times, that may mean playing devil's advocate to check what I call unbridled enthusiasm within the organization. At other times, it may mean changing the way you and the organization think about risk, to see uncertainty as an opportunity. I, I love to tell the story about University of California Davis with its 1,200 olive trees on campus. When they were faced with losses due to slips and falls from fallen olives, the grounds crew, instead of mitigating the risk by spending more for additional maintenance, decided to harvest the olives and sell olive oil under the UC Davis label. Not only did they reduce the downside of risk with fewer claims, they actually won awards at county fairs and made a profit for the university while enhancing its reputation. 
That's what we mean about changing the way you think about risk. Boy, that's a great story. I've got to ask you, Carol, for someone entering the field today, whether they're starting a career or restarting a career, what advice would you offer to them if you could boil it down just one piece of advice? Well, not surprisingly, and first and foremost, my best advice is to join RIMS to start your journey. That's what I did. You, you have access to timely and innovative information, education, networking, advocacy across all types of organizations. One of our tools, the RIMS Professional Growth Model, identifies the skills necessary for effective risk practitioners at every level, from entry to executive, and provides examples of distinguishing features at each of these levels. I'd really dive into education, formal, and that you can gain through networking. Uh, we offer courses from basic risk management to, and fundamentals to advanced workshops that can lead to professional designations. And these programs typically are led by seasoned risk practitioners who apply the theory into everyday practice with personal examples and case studies. And you have access to literally thousands of other risk practitioners through networking, whether that's in person or virtually through our RIMSE groups. And that's easy access at www.rims.org. But most importantly, don't wait to be invited. I think the risk professional today's success lies in, in the ability to seize the moment and really act as one of the organization's leaders. Final question for you, Carol. For organizations that want to improve their risk management strategy, what fundamental advice would you offer to them? Well, Tom, I think strategic risk practices address the uncertainties that an organization faces in achieving its strategic goals and objectives, how risk can be exploited, and used as a competitive advantage, as well as the emerging and dynamic risks and opportunities posed by the strategic objectives themselves. RIMS leadership encourages organizations and its risk practitioners to change the way they think about risk by really considering its upside, uncovering new opportunities through a vibrant strategic risk management capability, and using robust risk-informed decisions to protect the enterprise value. This is where RIMS expects to lead organizations and risk practitioners over the long term. And personally, I think it's a lot more fun creating and supporting growth than only worrying about everything that could go wrong and all the, the disasters that could possibly occur. Well, Carol, that's been great advice. I appreciate you taking time to share your insight with us today. Thank you very much. Thanks, Tom. Great talking with you. We've been talking about strategic risk management. We've been talking with Carol Fox, Director of RIM Strategic and Enterprise Risk Practice. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.